Okay, Hilchas Eilish Pekid Dalid. This is this is uh, again the topic of relatives. You cannot testify for relatives. All the people described in the thirteenth chapter that you cannot testify because even though they're not the relative, they're the spouse of your relative. If the wife passed away, so they're no longer associated. I guess they'll think the same thing probably applies if there's a divorce. Yeah. Despite the fact that there are children, so you share descendant relatives. They are no longer considered relatives, therefore they're cautious. So for example, a person cannot testify for his father-in-law, right? If the wife passes away, he's no longer related, even though he has kids. So his kids are this guy's eneklach, doesn't make a difference. They're still, yeah? Base. A person who knew testimony for someone. And he had no, he, there, were no, there was no relationship. He was not a son-in-law, he was nothing. Then afterwards he became a son-in-law. So Bishasi wants to testify, he's possible to Edus to him. Or for example, he knew the Edus when he was a regular normal person. After he became deaf, he was able to see. When he became blind, he saw it when he was able to see. He became blind afterwards. All these cases are the same idea. He was possible. Excuse me, he was kosher. Then became possible. Despite the fact this blind guy is able to take testimony and be you know, describe it visually, you know, describe it visual terms, what the what the issue is. Let's say, for example, it's a property case, shof or a person who was normal. They became a shaita. Is it possible? It's possible because you have to be kosher to testify. Bishas, you see what happens. And Bishas, you testify about what happens. If, however, he did not know testi- he, he knew testimony and he saw what happened. When he had no relationship, he was not his son-in-law or anything else to him. Then he married his daughter. Then the wife, the daughter of the fellow, passed away. If he was deaf, he was, he was um, uh, healthy. He became deaf or mute or both. Then he was healed. Shafa, he was normal. He lost his mind. Then he became normal again. Yeah, he went to therapy. He got medication. He was able to see. He became blind. Then he was healed. He was kosher. Because as long as he was the principal, as long as the beginning and the end, excuse me, as long as the time you saw what happened. And the time you testify, you're a kosher witness. Alpha and if some time, even though between the person became disqualified, either from any one of the ten ways, kosher is kosher. Now we learned about this concept before regarding somebody who became a ganav. Right? He saw what happened. He was fine, a kosher Jew, became a highway robber. Then he did tshuva. He could testify. Right? So here we're applying to other things. If, however, when he sees what happens, he's disqualified. Even though when he wants to actually actually testify, he's a kosher witness, possibly he's possible because the time he saw what happened, he was disqualified. Therefore, based on this principle, someone who knows testimony is a child. Before Bar Mitzvah, he sees something. Now he wants to testify as an adult. So he saw what happened. He's puzzled. He's a child. He wants to testify now as an adult. In a clum, he cannot testify because he did not see what happened as a kosher witness. He was a non-kosher witness. However, there are exceptions to this last rule because a child is disqualified by very much a matter of not just gizakos, it's a matter of matter of cognition. Therefore, v'yesh devarim shasemchem behen. There are certain things we do rely on the, the testimony of a child that he testifies as a child that he saw as a child that he's now testifying as an adult. These are the things a person's believed to say as a kosher witness, as an adult, that he observed when he was a child. 
Child's belief, to, adults believe to say that this is this is the handwriting of my father. I, his father, passed away before his bar mitzvah. Fine, he's believed to say it. his teacher who passed away before bar mitzvah. his brother. Now, not any person. He can't. He has to be a person he's familiar with, like a, child, a father, a teacher, a brother. I think that's that's the part. The concept of being makayim the star, of verifying the star is the rabbanon. The chachamim believe the cut in this case. Elsewhere, the Ramam clarifies that 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 you can't have two such witnesses. You have to have one witness who's a proper adult b'shas he saw the signature. The second one could be a person who was a child b'shas he saw the signature. Okay. Now, another concept. You have a woman who, who uh, she's married for, for, in her 90s. Husband passes away or divorces her. And, and the, the ksuba was lost. She says, I got married as a basula. My, my, my ksuba is 200 zuz. Her, his yarishim say, no, it's a, you, you're a bula. It's 100, it's 100, 100 zuz. Right? Who remembers the chasana? So he's another old man. He says, I remember the chasana. I remember the minhagan they did. You see, as a basula, all the things they would do, the crown and the canopy. And since the chiv to pay the ksubas, there are bonum. And the majority of women are basulas, anyways. More than more, more than fifty one percent. The chum allowed this person to testify that he that he as a chazaka that she was a basula because he remembers as a cotton as a twelve year old kid, twelve year old kid. The chasana was a basula chasana. Next, shamaka. Correct. Next thing, right? We have a city, and uh, so sorry. Now we have a concept that we have a grave, and the grave is plowed over. The Chachamim instituted a gezera that an X amount of area from the grave in all directions. We have to be chayshish that perhaps a uh, uh, um, lentil-sized piece of bone is in the ground, and therefore the whole area is also for Kahanam to go. Now, we know this field is a base of press. What, exactly where, right? So here, you have to know where the grave is, measure exactly in four directions, and that's where it's Tamim B'Darabonon. But not past that. Problem was, the fence got torn down in a hurricane years ago, no one built it, we don't know where it is. So he says, I remember as a cotton, this is a base of press, to here to here, and he had exactly the measurements. Beish, the Muslim, the Ram, since the whole concept of B'Darabonon, the Chum relied on this person to say what he remembers as a kid, that it was until this rock, yeah. Next. Next question. We have a city, and the question is, where does the Tchum Shabbos end? Sometimes it can be complicated. And I guess the cases where you can't measure anymore because no one who know, present knows how to, how to measure the, where the Tchum is, or whatever, whatever conditions go into the Tchum. The Ad Kani Yabon Shabbos says, I remember that this is to be walked here on Shabbos. This was the Tchum, to this rock. My father, my teacher taught me as a kid, the Tchum ends over here. You can rely on, rely on this guy, what he remembers as a kid. Because the Isra the, the of going outside the Tchum that we keep 2,000 Amas, according to the Rambam, is only with the Rabbanam. May I tell you, you can go much further, 12 miles, the whole Machan Yisrael. Therefore, you can be Semech on the cotton. Right? You have a, a person trying to claim he's a Koyin Miyuchas. And nobody, he doesn't have any raya, there's nobody who remembers his family. He's claiming he's a Yuchas. So he brings an aide who says, as a kid I remember that this guy used to go leave school and they would go to the mikvah to eat from at night. So now we know he's a Kayan. There's a case in the Gemara where a guy, Tinek Shanishba, says to Rudanasi, I remember as a kid that they used to, they used to, they used to t- table me for the truma, and my, all my friends who knew not to touch me, they'd call me Yechel and Yechel Chalas. So if you said to him, you're a Kayan. I believe that's the Gemara. Okay. And the, he, he, would, he would divide truma with us. Again, the, like another way of, of verifying his Kahuna. And we used to uh, bring the Matanas of, um, of, of the Kahuna, right, the truma, the Chala, to this Kayan. 
Which part are they at me? Oh, oh, in other words, he has to say that he took it himself. If he's saying that, we, that the, that the, tr- the Matronas were sent to him, if he says, I remember we sent it to him, that's not good enough. He has to say, I used to bring it to him. I was the shliach. I was the shlepper, yeah? That's, that's good enough. Because otherwise he's not being exact. But only Abba, my father told me, this is, a, this is a case you have two families of Kahanim, two brothers or cousins or whatever. One of them married someone not supposed to. We don't remember which one it was. Someone remembers. So he says, I know as a kid, they told me this one is good, this one not good. Another, another thing, uh, huh? Ketosa means like a fruit, fruit barrel. People say things, yeah? So, so, so um, uh, one of the ways of demonstrating that, I'm not just saying this as a, as a, as a, as a joke, I'm saying this and I'm, 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 I mean it seriously, is they would, if someone did something they weren't supposed to, married someone they weren't supposed to, they would sit down and they have like a, a meal to establish that this is not just a, just a rumor, this is an established fact. So, we ate the fruit barrel brought by so-and-so, that his brothers ate, the brothers together made this meal of a fruit barrel, everyone come join us, this is a reminder, that our brother married a woman, he's not allowed to, say, married a grusha, no, it's him, and his kids, not us, that's a way of kind of establishing, who's here, you know, who's who, because these are all things, ah, these are all things, according to the Rambam, after the, after the Golos of the Aserah Shashvat, by Samcherev, there's no concept of Truma Durais anymore. So all the Truma we eat, the Trakhaya means is the Rabbonum. Therefore, because of the Rabbonum, we can rely on these cases, that this guy says, you remember, as a child. Dalit. And all these things you just explained, that we rely on an adult to say what he remembers seeing as a child. If he was a guy when he saw it, or a slave, yeah, the guy was a janitor, he was, he was a waiter at the Chasna, he remembers, yeah, the crown, the basil, the whole thing. He was a slave when he saw it. And the guy is now wants to testify as a Jew because he converted since then, or he was a slave and he was freed, and he's not believed. Because it's only a child, child who's, it was a yid, we give this namonas to not to a goy and not to an evet. Mind you, when it comes to the situation of the case of Tchum, since Avadam Amukhiv in Shabbos, he would be believed. In fact, even a person who's still an evet is namon. If the evet says Tchum is still here, you can rely on the evet. Okay, so that's, that's obviously not, that, that, that's an exception. You rely on him after he's freed. Hey, a person who knew testimony when he was an honest man. Nasla Gazlan, he became a Gazlan, a thief. Who ain't So he's not allowed. To, obviously, he's not allowed to say, "Yeah, this is my handwriting," because we don't believe him now. Even though Shtar is dated hundred years ago, twenty years ago, when he was a kosher, you know, founding Roman, doesn't make a difference. If, however, when we have someone who says that they know for a fact, or, or, or the bezin says, or let's say, for example. Um, the Bezin recognizes Xavier from a different source. Before he became a Gazlan, it's established that, that he is. This is his handwriting. The star is kosher. So, so in other words, on Sunday he was a fine person. On Monday, on Sunday he became a fine person. On Monday, a star turns out with his signature, and the Bezin recognizes his signature. We have a different star to compare it. On Tuesday, he becomes a Gazlan. On Wednesday, they want to use the shtar to collect money. That's fine. I, he's a Gazan now, but Bashas, we recognize the signatures. 
authenticated them was before he became a thief. He can't say it's my handwriting, even though he signed the star a year ago before the wedding. Other people could testify because Bishasi signed it, he was a kosher aid, he wasn't a son-in-law. Over here it's okay if he, 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 was, he signed the star Sunday, Monday he married his daughter, Tuesday when he's a puzzle aid for this guy, the aid of our saying, that's his signature, that's fine. Here is the kosher, it's kosher. I, by the gazelin, we said it's not okay. You can't compare someone's apostle because he's a thief. The apostle, apostle from a relative. The guy who's a gazelin, maybe he forged the whole thing. When Achleshish, the guy, is, is not, is, the son-in-law forged it. It's simply exercised if he's not believed. That's the difference. That's why it's by a gazelin apostle's disqualification. It has to be that the, that the recognition happened before he became a gazelin. <laughs> The star has only two witnesses, and both witnesses are relatives to each other. Or one of them is a guy, Apostle Bavera, he's named Chal Shabbos, or a Gazlin. If one of them is a relative to one of the seller or buyer or lender or whatever, same thing. Even though he gives this star in front of two kosher witnesses observing the transaction. So I have a piece of property I want to sell you. I'm using the star as a way to purchase the property, which is one of the legitimate ways of doing it. And I give it to you in front of two kosher edim. But one of the witnesses is my brother, or a goslin, or both. <laughs> it's the star is like a piece of pottery. Uh, pottery. It's essentially intrinsically invalidated. And therefore, it's possible by the fact that this, this, even though if that no signature should be fine, now that a guy or a relative signed it, or two brothers signed it, even Mesh and Aaron, doesn't make a difference. It is possible. Yeah. Now, um, um, the Shach wants to learn that, that, that the Ramam holds. That this is because we know for certainty that the two signatures signed with the intention of, of being witnesses. If you don't know that for sure, you're allowed to work with the assumption that maybe they just signed it as a way of like showing off and mechavah themselves, giving them a COVID. And in that event, when it's passed between the buyer and the seller with, with, in front of two witnesses, you, can be, you, can, you could be machshut. It's only validated. It's only intrinsically dis- disqualified if you know for certain that the disqualified that the that the unkosher witness signed to be a witness. Okay. As a person writes and passes uh, all of his belongings to two other people in one testimony, and the witnesses are relatives to one of the recipients. But they're not relatives to the other. The whole star is possible. It's one testimony. He doesn't see who's getting what. All of my property is hereby given to Reuven and Shimon. Now the Edim are Reuven's brothers. So Shimon gets nothing as well. The whole thing isn't nullified. I give Reuven this half of the house. Shimon gets that, that half, that field. This portion of that field. There's a distinction. But Edim Craven. The witnesses are relatives to one, but not to the other. The one who they are not related to, he gets his portion. These are two separate testimonies on one piece of paper. That's fine. Someone says, be witness to me that I am giving Ruvain this item. And I give the Shimon that item. And I... And I 
a bar from leaving that, even though he wrote in one star, and the giving, giver is one person, there's three separate testimonies, not dependent on each other, and as long as there's one of them who are not related to the witnesses, that part of it would be legitimized.